This program is brought to you by Israel Restoration Ministries. What are you doing Sunday nights? Come join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at The Vine at 9336 Abraham Way, Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Welcome to Friendship with God with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. Today's message and previous messages can be listened to or downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. You can also obtain free resources from Tom Cantor and view our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org or call us at 800-247-3051. That's 800-247-3051. Tom Cantor also has a daily devotional verse that comes out each day by email and on Facebook. To receive this small daily devotional verse that Tom Cantor puts out, you can sign up at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Or find Tom Cantor on Facebook by searching for Tom Cantor and Friendship with God. Now, here's our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. Well, kind of nice to be out here. Did everybody approve of the lighting job that Clint did to get all the lights right in this place? And Enough fresh air. Good. Okay. Let's pray. Lord, as we have just heard our brother Jose remind us, we want to press on to higher ground. Lord, we want to find new heights every day. Help us, Lord, now through your word to do that in Jesus' name. Amen. Petatikva. How many of you have ever heard of Peta Tikva? Tikva, Peta Tikva. It's a city in Israel outside of uh, Tel Aviv. Peta Tikva, rather large place. Um, we're going to be talking about a, a, a verse in which that city is named for, Peta Tikva. Turn in your Bibles, please, to Hosea chapter 2. Hosea chapter 2, we're going to Look here again at this wonderful book that God's given to us, Hosea chapter 2. Follow along as I read uh, Hosea chapter 2, verse 1 uh, to Hosea 2. Right there in the Minor Prophets, beginning of the Minor Prophets, Hosea 2. You come to Isaiah, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, you're getting close. (laughs) Keep going. You'll hit it, but don't overpass it. It's there. Yeah, it's past Ezekiel. And it come, when you pass Ezekiel, you see a little signpost said, Hosea, two more miles. You got it? Okay. Hosea chapter 2, verse 1. Okay. Say ye unto your brethren, Ami, means my people, and to your sisters, Ruhama, means mercy. Plead with your mother, plead, for she's not my wife, neither am I her husband. Let her put, therefore put away her whoredoms out of her sight and her adulteries from between her breasts. Lest I strip her naked, set her as in the day that she was born, make her as a wilderness, set her like a dry land, 
slay her with thirst, and I will not have mercy upon her children, for they be the children of whoredoms. For their mother hath played the harlot, she hath conceived them, had done shamefully. For she said, I'll go after my lovers, that give me my bread, my water, my wool, my flax, my oil, my drink. Therefore, behold, I will hedge up thy wall with thorns. Make a wall, she shall not find her past. She shall follow after her lovers, but shall not overtake them. She shall seek them, but shall not find them. Then she shall say, I will go and return to my first husband. Then was it better with me than now? For she did not know that I gave her corn, wine, oil, multiplied her silver and gold, which they prepared for Baal. Therefore will I return and take away my corn in the time thereof, my wine in the season thereof, will recover my wool, my flax given to cover her nakedness. Now will I discover her lewdness in the sight of her lovers. None shall deliver her out of mine hand. I'll also cause all her mirth to cease, her feast days, her new moons, her Sabbaths, all her solemn feasts. I'll destroy her vines, her fig trees, whereof she has said, these are my rewards that my lovers have given me. I'll make them a forest, a beast of the field, so eat them. I'll visit upon her the days of Balaam, wherein she burned incense to them. She decked herself with her earrings, her jewels. She went after her lovers. Forgot me, saith the Lord. Therefore, behold, I will lure her and bring her into the wilderness and speak comfortably unto her. I will give her her vineyards from thence and in the valley of Achar for a door of hope, petatikva, a door of hope. That's what it means. She shall sing there as in the days of her youth and in the days that she, when she came up out of her land of Egypt. And it shall be at that day, saith the Lord, that thou shalt call me Ishi, means my husband, and thou shalt no more call me Baali, means my, my Baal, my Lord. For I will take away the names of Balaam out of her mouth, and they shall no more be remembered by their name. And in that day will I make a covenant with them, with the beasts of the field, the fowls of the heaven, with the creeping things of the earth. I will break the bow, the sword, the battle out of the earth, will make them to lie down safely. I will betroth thee unto me forever. Yea, I will betroth thee unto me in righteousness, judgment, loving kindness, mercies. I will even betroth thee unto me in faithfulness. Thou shalt know the Lord. It shall come to pass in that day. I will hear, saith the Lord, I will hear the heavens, they shall hear the earth. The earth shall hear the corn, the wine, the oil. They shall hear Jezreel. I will sow her unto me in the earth, and I will have mercy upon her that had not obtained mercy. And I will say to them that were not my people, thou art my people. They shall say, thou art my God. The book of Hosea has opened like no other book in the Bible with a shocking command, just shocking. It says in verse 2 of chapter 1, Hosea 1-2, Hosea 1-2, the Lord said to Hosea, go take thee a wife of whoredoms and children of whoredoms for the land hath committed great whoredom, departing from the Lord. So God tells his special servant, his servant Hosea, take for his dearly beloved wife an unfaithful woman, a woman of the street, a wife who refused to be just for one man, a woman who would not be a faithful, loyal wife to Hosea, a woman who would betray Hosea to his heart, a woman, a wife that would break Hosea's heart over and over and over again because she was a woman who loved other men. She was a woman who loved adultery. She was a woman who loved to be loved by other men, a woman who loved 
for many men to be in love with her. Adultery was her life. Adultery was her love. It was a very serious command that God gave, and he was dead serious to show through this relationship that how Hosea was not just called to go through the formality of, oh, come on, we got to get married. Okay, I'll get married to you. God commanded Hosea to not just take her as his wife, but to love her, he said. Love her. Adultery is the ultimate act of marriage betrayal. And God did not allow Hosea to divorce his wife, to forget about her. To the contrary, when Hosea's wife had a man who was madly in love with her, God told Hosea in Hosea 3 verse 1, Hosea 3 verse 1, Then said the Lord unto me, Go yet, love a woman beloved of her friend, yet an adulteress, according to the love of the Lord toward the children of Israel who looked to other gods and to flagons of wine. In that one verse in Hosea 3.1, there is a statement that gives the reason for why Hosea married an unfaithful woman. There is a statement there that could be the hallmark statement for the book of Hosea in Hosea 3.1. And the statement is, according to the love of the Lord towards the children of Israel. That's what this book is all about. This book sums up, this, that statement sums up the whole of the book of Hosea. This book is all about Hosea 3.1, the love of the Lord towards the children of Israel. Hosea obeys without any hesitation. He marries this unfaithful woman named Gomer. And just as God knew, Hosea's heart was broken over Gomer's unfaithfulness. And Israel, as a people, watched in horror as God's prophet Hosea goes through all of this continual heartbreak of betrayal. And God stands by as this is happening and calls out to Israel, Israel, Hosea is like God. Israel, you are like Gomer, the unfaithful, adulterous woman. You, Israel, are committing spiritual adultery by your idolatry. And God is not silent during this time to Israel. God pours out his heart as Hosea's heart is being broken. God pours out his heart through Hosea to Israel as God says in verse 2, Hosea 2.2, plead, he says with your mother, plead. She's not my wife, neither am I her husband. Let her therefore put away her whoredoms out of her sight and her adulteries from between her breasts. God tells Hosea, don't just explain. Don't just expound. Don't just tell Israel that they're far from God. Twice, God tells uh, Hosea in verse two, plead, 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 Hosea, plead. Tell Israel, they're not my wife. He want, but God wants her to be his wife. And this is the role that God has set out for Hosea and for us as his servants. We're to plead with those who are lost, those who are far from God, those who think that everything's going to be okay, it'll be fine, when all is not okay. God calls on us to plead to the lost, to not ignore God's offer, to be reconciled 
to the Lamb of God, to the Lord Jesus Christ. It says in 2 Corinthians 5.20, 2 Corinthians 5.20, now then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. Spiritual adultery that Israel was guilty of was idolatry. And when we think of idolatry, we think of, oh, I know what idolatry is. Yeah, idolatry is going over to some Asian country and bowing down to a, a, a god of concrete, of stone, of wood, or whatever. But, but idolatry is actually anything that draws our thoughts, that draws our affections away from God. The stock market can be idolatry. Idolatry is anything that is in our hearts that takes the place that only belongs to God. That's idolatry. There are many idols today. There's the idol of power. There's the idol of pleasure. There's the idol of wealth. There's the idol of popularity. These are all popular. These are all idols that can draw our hearts, draw our thoughts, draw our affections away from God. And sometimes, sometimes these idols are hidden so other people can't see it. These idols are in the heart, very personal. As God told, God said in verse two, put away her whoredoms out of her sight. Literally, that reads in the Hebrew, from her face and her adulteries from between her breasts, hidden between her breasts as in a secret place, secret sins. Then God warns Israel as God warns every person who refused to repent, who refused to turn to God. God says in verse three, lest I strip her naked and set her as in the day she was born, make her as a wilderness, set her as a dry land and slay her with thirst. God warns that he will strip her naked, ashamed Adam and Eve were when they were naked and had sinned. They were ashamed, ashamed. God warns he'll set her as in a wilderness, a life of futile wandering as they wandered for 40 years without a direction, just wandering. So many people's lives today are wandering without a direction, without a purpose, futility. He says he'll slay her with thirst as in no water. Water, water that's needed. Water is needed for, physically, for physical cleansing. Well, we take showers to clean ourselves with water. That's why the word of God is called the water that can spiritually cleanse the heart in Ephesians 5.26, Ephesians 5.26, that he might sanctify it and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, the word of God. Water is needed to quench spiritual thirst. We drink when we're thirsty. And that's why the Lord Jesus gives us spiritual water to quench the soul thirst deep within. As he said in John 4.14, John 4.14, speaking to a, a woman of the street, he says, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Water is needed. It's the basic need of life. No water, no life. Water is needed for physical life. That's why we and God invite the lost to come to drink the water of spiritual life in Revelation 22:17. Revelation 22:17. The spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, 
and let him that is a thirst come, whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Now, the reason that God is judging Israel here is because God said that they had acted shamefully in verse 5. Shamefully in verse 5. For their mother hath played the harlot. She hath conceived them, hath done shamefully. For she said, I will go after my lovers that give me my bread, my water, my wool, flax, oil, drink. God said that her shame was that she was persistent in her desire to pursue her lovers. Israel was worshiping the sun. They were worshiping the moon. They were worshiping the stars, not God. Israel was saying, oh, great sun. Oh, great sun, you give us food. You cause the plants to grow, and that's how we have food. You shine on our plants. That's how Israel was worshiping the sun god. They were worshiping what they called the queen of heaven. The queen of heaven in Jeremiah 44, 17. Jeremiah 44, 17, when they said, in their persistent stubbornness, but we will certainly do whatsoever thing goeth forth out of our own mouth, to burn incense unto the queen of heaven and to pour out drink offerings unto her, as we have done, we and our fathers, our kings and our princes in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. For then had we plenty of victuals and we were well and saw no evil. Israel was stubborn in wanting to pursue their idols. She says, as it says in verse five, Hosea 2.5, Hosea 2.5, I will go after my lovers. Just like a person today would say, I'll use my life to go after money. I'll use my life to go after fame. I'll use my life to go after power. I'll use my life to go after pleasures. Israel said their idols were like the queen of heaven. And Israel said, she's the one, the queen of heaven, that gave me my bread, my water, my oil, my drink. Israel was prosperous, just like the U.S. is prosperous today. And God warned Israel about the danger of being prosperous. When they were wandering in the wilderness, and they weren't prosperous, they were wandering in the wilderness, Moses prepared them for when they would come into the land, and he knew they'd be prosperous. And he told them in Deuteronomy 8, Deuteronomy 8, verse 10, he says, Moses said to them, When thou hast eaten and are full, and then shalt thou bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he's given thee. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments, his judgments, statutes, which command these this day. Lest when thou hast eaten and are full and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied and all that thy hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness wherein were fiery serpents, scorpions, drought, where there was no water, who brought thee forth water out of the rock of Flint, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, that he might prove thee to do thee good at thy latter end. And thou say in thine heart, my power and the might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for he it is that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant with thee. And if it be, if thou at all forget the Lord thy God and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them, I testify to you this day that ye shall surely perish. All this, what happened to Israel, what was they were warned about, and what happened in Hosea, 
all this shows us that we have two needs in life. We have two needs in our life, that what we must do with our wealth, what we must do with what we have. First, we must acknowledge that what we have came from God. And second, we have to use it for God's glory. That's the key to not fall into the snare, the trap that Israel fell into. And so God lets us hear, so amazing, in verse 5, Hosea chapter 2, verse 5. God lets us hear what, he, what Israel's saying. What Israel's saying. She says, I'll go after my lovers. They give me my bread, my water, my wool, my flax, my oil, my drink. Just, I just, this is, her, this is horrendous. This is shocking. Just picture Hosea and Gomer waking up in the morning and Gomer has this smile on her face. And Hosea asks, what are you thinking about? And Gomer says, I'm thinking about my lovers. She says, I'm thinking about how much they love me. I'm thinking about how much I love them. I'm going after my lovers. Just look at the beautiful necklaces, the bracelets, the rings my lovers have given me. As a matter of fact, when she talked that way, when Gomer talked that way, Gomer's talking about what her lovers gave her. She's not talking about gifts. She's talking about, in verse 12, verse 12, she has said, these are my rewards that my lovers have given me. The Hebrew word for reward means hire or payment. She's talking about what her lovers paid her for prostitution. She's saying, these are what my lovers paid me as a hire, as a prostitute. And instead of being ashamed, she's bragging about it. And she, what her letters paid her off and showing them. Uh, I, I, know a, I knew of a man, I knew of a man and his son. And very sad, one day his wife got up and she, she took a shower and she started putting perfume on and she was all happy. She went out of the house, she drove her car out of the house and her husband followed her from afar to a neighbor's house where she committed adultery. And my friend, my friend went outside on the back step of his house and bawled his eyes out. And his son came and sat down and he told him and that's how he found out. This is a picture of the relationship between Hosea and Gomer. And God is saying that that picture of Gomer forgetting about her husband, Hosea, was, and longing to go after her lovers is the picture of Israel forgetting about God and wanting to go after idols. And God is saying is that the blessings that he gave to Israel, that Israel is claiming to be a payment or a hire for the idols, Israel, that because Israel has been unfaithful to God and worshiped the idols in this act of spiritual adultery, this is what God says about this in Micah 1.7. Micah 1.7. All the graven images thereof shall be beaten to pieces, and all the hires the rewards, the payments, thereof shall be burned with the fire, and all the idols thereof will I dis be desolate. For she gathered it of the hire of an harlot, and they shall return to the hire of an harlot. That's why in verse 12, Israel said that God's gifts of prosperity were payments from the idols of his spiritual, Israel's spiritual adultery that God said, so that God said in judgment in verse 12, verse 12, I will destroy her vines, her fig trees, Whereof she has said, these are my rewards that my lovers gave me. 
Another wonderful day studying the Bible with our Bible teacher Tom Cantor here on Friendship with God. Don't forget that today's message and previous messages can be listened to and downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. You can also go online to find free resources from Tom Cantor and our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org. You can also find Tom Cantor on Facebook, and you can also go to friendshipwithgod.org to sign up for his daily devotional. Tom Cantor is also the founder of Israel Restoration Ministries. You can visit that website at israelrestoration.org. You can write to Tom Cantor at P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California 92071. That's P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California 92071. Or email Tom Cantor at tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org. That's tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org. For more information about Tom Cantor and Friendship with God and Israel Restoration Ministries, call us at 800-247-3051. That's 800-247-3051. What are you doing Sunday nights? Come join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at The Vine at 9336 Abraham Way, Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. This program is brought to you by Israel Restoration Ministries.